We are live, winddailysports.com, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.app. Also, just go to any of your app stores, and you can find the Sharp app as well. And also, be sure to subscribe. Gold membership, winddailysports.com. Promo code still active, NFL 2021, $100 off a six-month gold membership. Link in that description below, so check that out. But we're going over some quarterbacks and stacks today. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. Tony Cotillo at tcotillo23. And yesterday, there were a lot of potential stacks and things that we liked. Uh, This week, have a couple as well. So I'll start with you. Just what's that first game that you want to go to here that you go, okay, I like this. Uh, Maybe a game stack as well, but you got a quarterback and a stack that you like for this week. I actually call me a little crazy, but I like the Chargers and the Chiefs game. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I I know everybody's going to be like, ah, the Chargers haven't been that great. But listen, you just see what happened between Baltimore and Kansas City. There's going to be a ton of points scored in that game. And I think it's finally going to be the the, the uh, Justin Herbert, finally the, the breakout game that we're waiting for. Yeah, it could be. And, you know, the, the passing yards have been there. It's just, you know, the, the touchdowns have to have some type of positive regression here. What does he have, like one touchdown pass, two touchdown passes in two games, something like that? So he has yeah. it. I think it, yeah. Yeah, it might just be like one or two. But he hasn't yeah, thrown a lot. Two and three picks, two touchdowns there and three we go. Picks. But the yards are still there. The production is still there. And they're going down the field. It's just that they haven't finished it in the end zone. Both games, too, against Washington and Dallas. Both games, they couldn't finish in the end zone. So that's been a little bit of the problem for the Chargers. That's got to change at some point, And it can change against this Kansas City defense, of course, that you can throw. But also run against. I absolutely love Austin Eckler. I like both running backs in this. And I'll, I'll explain Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as well. But Austin Eckler, I like a lot. Kansas City is one of the worst rush defenses. We've seen a lot of teams been able to run. Baltimore was able to with Lamar Jackson. So I think that Kansas City is going to be a good spot here to go against for Austin Eckler owners. And then also, I think with all of the doubt about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the fact that his price is so reduced now, I think he's like 4.8K. People are talking about he might not be that good. Pump the brakes. I, I think he's not going to be ever a top 10 back. Like, I think we're starting to know that, but he's still a good one. And I think his physical tools are still worth noting and they can still work in the NFL. He's going up against the worst rush defense along with the charge, along with the the Kansas city chiefs in the NFL. You can run on the chargers. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard had no problem doing that. Antonio Gibson, zero problem doing that. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to get enough carries in this one that he could break a few runs. He could get one in the end zone. And, of course, he's going to be involved somewhat in the passing game as well. I just think with at that reduced price and at 4.8K, you're getting a guy that can maybe get a ceiling or a floor maybe of about 50 yards, a couple of catches, a few yards, and a touchdown in this one. And I'm going to take that floor at that price. Yeah, he scares me, man. I, 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 he I does. Get- he absolutely yeah, does. He, he does. does. And, and, I and he's, this is, he's, I guess for me, this is the last last chance I'll take on him, especially in DFS. And if it doesn't work here and I get burned by it, fine, I'm done with it. No, listen, I get it. I get it. I just, you know, I was fading him in the preseason. I didn't like him coming into the season, and he's showing me why. 3.3 right? yards per carry is not going to get it done. Um, you know, and, and that's the problem. And and I and I get 
that it's not going to be the Williams show. I still think McKinnon finishes the year as the number one running back on Kansas City. I still think it's coming. I I think it's coming, and this could be a game where you see him get some more clock. He, he hasn't really got any clock at all. He got like two carries in two games, but I, I, I think it's coming, especially with that late game fumble by CEH. So I, I look at that number, though, Johnny. You're, you said 4.8K. I get it, um, but I'm looking at people around him. And, you know, for me personally, I'd rather spend 4.6 on Naheem Hines. Uh, I, I just think, again, against Tennessee, who's shown they could be exploited, you know, out of the backfield. I just think with the amount of catches he could possibly get and then possibly maybe I, I might be going a little long here, but maybe Cordell Patterson against the hapless Giants at 4.6, too. So there's some very intriguing options under five grand. There is. Uh, so one stack and one game that, you know, I, Kansas City and Los Angeles, both, I think, good for both quarterbacks. I think good yep. for a game stack. But another one I absolutely love because both of these defense aren't good, especially. I know we we can say that about Minnesota and everybody would believe you. But like it's still I don't think etched into our brains yet. Seattle is not the Legion of Boom anymore. That was a decade ago almost. It's done. Their defense stinks so i think you can do a game stack on this one with both minnesota and seattle i think this is going to be a game in the 30s maybe very similar to how that arizona cardinals minnesota game went last week i think you see very very similar numbers to that one and i imagine that means i'm going to get a lot of kirk cousins i'm going to get some dalvin cook i'm going to get some justin jefferson kj osborne in there as well he's been getting targeted like crazy but I think if you want to stack Chris Carson, Russell Wilson, and I think I may be wrong here. It seems like to me a DK Metcalf game. He's the one who's still getting the most targets. It's only a matter of time before he has a better and more explosive game than Tyler Lockett. No, I, I agree. And I think if you look at it, so obviously we're going to have to watch the injury report all week because I know Dalvin yes. Cook got yeah. banged up a little bit, right? I, but knowing him, he's a warrior. That dude just plays through everything, right? But I think the more efficient stack would be Minnesota only because Kirk Cousins' number is only 6,300. Right, so you could possibly, you know, you're starting a quarterback at Kirk Cousins at 6,300 going, like you said, gets a really bad defense. You pick that number up at 8,400 because of Dalvin Cook, but you can get an Adam Thielen who's catching everything in the end zone for 6,700. So, and you mentioned a KJ Osborne at 3,500. So I think even this who's is getting targets, be, it's not just like yes. the yards are there and it's coming off a yep. couple catches, he's getting a lot of targets. And don't leave my man Freddie Swain out either. Freddie Swain could be a secret, silent assassin in your DFS line for four grand on that Seattle team that's going against, again, a bad defense on both sides of the ball, but definitely on the Minnesota side. So I love how Theo said, like, talk me out of Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. <laughs> and I know, like, that's bad. Like, that's one that I know it's Kirk Cousins. And, you know, people talk about him as he's a bad quarterback. And what I think it's a little bit overblown. Yeah, in big games, he has his problems, but he puts up a ton of fantasy points. So he does. If you get him in the right game, though, if you yeah. get him in the right spot, man, exactly. you're roses with Kirk Cousins. A hundred percent. Yep. So this one though is going to sound crazy, and just 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 hear me out. Never. How never about crazy. a stack? Look who you're talking to. You're never crazy, John. How about a stack with the Detroit Lions? Yes, with Jared Goff, with DeAndre Swift, and also Quintez Cephas or T.J. Hawkinson. Heck, why not? 
This Man. is a this is a cheap cheap team. Now TJ Hawkins is probably going to be the one that's going to cost a little bit more. Uh, he's one of the higher end tight ends, but Jared Goff isn't going to cost too much. DeAndre Swift isn't going to. Quintus Cephas still isn't going to. And guess what? They're going up against the worst pass defense in the NFL. They're going up against the worst pass defense. And that's not, you look at obviously the opponents and go, well, they play tough opponents and they play good passing offenses. Sure, the Vegas Vegas Raiders are good and Kansas City, of course, is going to be the best. But that secondary, they are the ones I think are being exploited most with all of those injuries that happened right as the season was about to start. Losing Peters was huge. And so their secondary is thin. Jared Goff has actually been pretty good in terms of fantasy over 20 DK points in each of his games. And even San Francisco, some garbage time put up 27 points. There could be a little bit of garbage time here, but I expect him. I mean, look, he went in the Lambo and put up 20 DK points. I think at home against this secondary sign me up for a stack here. And especially for Jared Goff as a quarterback. I actually agree. And the reason why is exactly what you just said. At home, in the dome, Jared Goff. I mean, listen, he, we were completely wrong. I'm going to say this. I, I, I'll, I'll interrogate myself here. We picked the wrong guy, John, last night or Monday night for the show. We did. Okay. We actually, yeah, we it's did. It's okay. Did. It happens, right? <laughs> but, but there was two guys that we didn't put in there. Aaron Jones, right? We picked everybody but Aaron Jones, and he goes yep. off. And we picked every receiver except Cephas for Detroit. And he's a dude who goes. Hey, we said him on Ross St. Brown or Cephas, but we did right. lean a lot, a lot towards St. Brown. Exactly. So, hey, it is what it is. But our man, I know, I don't see him checking in, but I think it was um his YouTube name was Glide. Uh, he hooked it up. He kept saying Cephas, yeah. Cephas, Cephas. So, shout out to him. I had it. Yeah, Glide's, yeah. Glide's good. Glide's been in the chat for a lot of things, NBA, NFL. Uh, Glide was on it, so uh, yeah. Yeah, he was on it, so we might start have to play his picks pretty soon. Um, but which is fine, I love it. Uh, but you're right. Listen, fifty two hundred. If you look at, he's the lowest rated starting quarterback except for Mac Jones. Okay, at fifty one hundred. So fifty two hundred. Jared Goff is a huge, huge value. I like it. I like it a lot. I do. I, I listen. I some people say Matt Ryan because going up against the Giants at fifty four hundred, but Matt Ryan's not good on the road. That offense still doesn't look good because I don't think Arthur Smith has a clue how to coach. So I think right now Jared Goff. I tell you what, that is a really sneaky stack, my man. I like that. I I love it, and I'm hoping that's one where I can get some some value on these guys and go after some of the top end running backs and stuff. So, just in terms of stacking with this team, though, because I think you can do a small stack here. Uh, DeAndre Swift, how are you feeling about him, and especially with the role that Jamal Williams is taking? And then also, I mean, is this T.J. Hawkinson? Like, is that is this for real? Is this the breakout that we all thought was going to happen at some point last season? It seems like it's happening right now for sure. Well, th- listen. I think we, we talked about this. I remember going in probably July and August, where, you know, me, you, Jason, uh, Sia, everybody on Sirius when we were on there, we were talking about tight ends. And it was talking about TJ Hawkinson because of the Jared Goff effect. He loves throwing at tight ends. I mean, you've seen it last year with the Rams. He lived throwing at the tight ends, right? Yes, he did. So, uh, yeah, right. So Hawkinson is is the guy. He's the de facto wide receiver one on a team that really has nobody else to trust. So obviously, and the thing is, 
Usually they're triple, double and triple cover, but he's showing the Gronk effect to where he just gets open at will. So I, I really like him this year. I, and I'll tell you what, even this week, John, 5,200 is not a huge number. I know, you know, it's your tight end, but he's essentially going to be your wide receiver one in your DraftKings lineup if you're going to pay 5,200 as, as a tight end. So that's a good I way like to think it of lot. it. Yeah. You know, I, I do. I like it a lot. DeAndre Swift, I like, you know, it's, kind of been like a 54-48 split between him and Jamal Williams, uh, but obviously Swift is a more explosive bat. He just has to stay healthy. He's been nicked up, so I think they've held him back a little bit because he's had groin and hamstring issues. So as long as he can work through them, I have no problem leaning on DeAndre Swift. So is there any other stack here? Um, a lot of these games, they're weird, and you know, I think if you want to look oh. at other stacks as well, and this one's going to be a little bit tough, but I think a, a maybe a small game stack. I know we want to stack the Cardinals against Jacksonville, and I think that would be the big chalkiest, money and the big chalkiest money. of chalk play. And a yep. ton. You know, is there any chance like a small stack on the other side? Because this could turn out like week one where Houston got up to a big lead against Jacksonville and then Trevor Lawrence started putting up all of these garbage time points and ended up having a really solid – uh, fantasy day in week one. Could we see that again and maybe use a little bit of a small stack for it? The biggest problem I have with it and why I'm I'm sticking with something like Detroit is their offensive line is bad and the Cardinals pass rush has been outstanding. Oof. So I have I have a really tough yep. time with that one just because of the pass rush. No, I, I agree with that because I don't think Arizona at this point in this juncture in time is at the point where they're going to call the dogs off. I don't. I think yeah. they have something to prove, and I don't care. This could be a game. They could score 50 and keep going. I Honestly, I, I I don't think they're going to have a care in the world, and that means exactly what you just said, that Chandler Jones and company are not going to call the dogs back, and they are going to be up front, and they are going to make my man Lawrence's day a living nightmare. So, Unfortunately, I, I, yeah, yeah I, I don't like that at all. I, I'll tell you, I would go with a Las Vegas stack. I, I I think I was just thinking right? about that. Derek yeah. Carr has been on point, right? I mean, twenty eight points per game, DK, and he's still only fifty nine hundred. I I'm shocked. I honestly, I'm shocked. And listen, this kid, and I call him a kid because he's not old in my opinion. I know he's in yeah. start, but still, uh, what he's been able to do, he he's completing over seventy percent of his passes, three eighty two and four eighty five in two games. Uh, he, he's got a, a, a 104 Q, QBR rating. I, I mean, listen, he's thrown at least two touchdowns in each game. Uh, he's steady as they come, and he's still in 5,900. And me and you talked about this, John. Miami's defense stinks. The, the Buffalo lit them up for 35 points. It's like they weren't even on the field. So for me personally, I think you can get a really, really good deal because then you could grab your Darren Waller, right? I mean, for seventy four hundred, it's okay because you're only going to pay, you know, a, a, a small price in fifty nine hundred for Dar for Derek Carr. So I really like that. I'm not a Josh Jacobs guy, but this would no. be the only time. This would be the only time I would think about it. But I might. I'll tell you what. I might actually think about doing something really shady. And going with not Ruggs, but a Brian Edwards along with Waller and Derek Carr. And then, yeah, not Ruggs. Stack, Don't play right? the Ruggs thing. Then you can my... stack the running back position any way you want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my, I guess my thing is uh, I'm with you. I don't trust the Ruggs thing. I know it was great to finally see him get a nice. 
pass downfield and John yep. Gruden realizing that Ruggs, oh, this guy's fast. Maybe I should just put him down the field all the time. <laughs> no, no crap, John. Uh, so he finally did and it worked, but you know, that's, it's a lot of hit or miss. Like that's the only thing you can do right now. So there's not really a safe floor at all. And I don't think the ceiling's high enough to be putting him in, but Brian Edwards, of course, is going to on be the there. Waller, You have to, but yeah, I think in terms of quarterbacks, look, you got it. Derek Carr, I actually wouldn't be afraid whatsoever no. to put Carr in. At so home. This, this Dolphins defense just got shredded, and oh. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett is going to be playing in this one, too, with Tonga is out. And say whatever you want about Tua. He's not worse than Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is going to be not good against the Raiders. So uh, I, I think the Raiders here are going to win this one. It's maybe going to be a similar day, not 35 nothing, but – I do think you're going to see close to 30 points for this Raiders offense, and it's going to be mostly because of Derek Carr. You're tuned in WindDailySports.com. Quarterbacks and Stack Stream, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to Sharp.app to download the app or go to all of the app stores, whatever app store that you use as well. Also, subscribe WindDailySports.com. Gold membership for six months, $100 off. Promo code right in the description below that you can check out. So those are a lot of the stacks that we like. Which ones are you avoiding? Ones that you've heard kind of people go gravitating towards and you just go, yeah, not, not for me. You know, as much as I like Arizona, and obviously I do, I just think that number one, you're really putting a lot of money. Like you said, that's the chalk pick, right? That's the high yep. price. Toby, you and I are all on that. Yep. It's going to be because DeAndre Hopkins is out too. Yep. The, the ownership on that's going to be nuts. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of, you know, when it's too good to be true, sometimes you got to back off a little bit <laughs> and you got to go another direction. Right. Um, so that, that, that's definitely the, the, the de facto number one, uh, that I'm, that I'm going away from. I, I don't really think, you know, I see a lot of people talking about Cincinnati because Pittsburgh's been bad, but just be careful. And what I'll say by that is, you know, historically, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh take some really dull games. They really do. And Pittsburgh has not looked good. So I already see Big Ben's dealing with an injury, right? Yeah, so Pittsburgh's <laughs> secondary is bad, but the, the front seven's still good. And I worry about that with Cincinnati. That's already been a problem this year. It's it's yes. already through two games, the offensive line's been a problem. And it's going to be a problem in this one. Uh, TJ Watt, I think, is going to be playing. I know they said he's trending towards like he's going to play in this one. And if he does, and you know, the front seven's intact. I again, I'm with you. I struggle a little bit, and I hate putting both Higgins and Chase out there. I know they both have scored touchdowns, but if you're going to do a stack, it has to be one of Higgins and Chase, and I think Tyler Boyd. That's where you get the floor and you get the potential high ceiling because one of those guys are going to be a dud. I'd rather chase that nice floor, Tyler Boyd, and then try and pick and choose which one I want in Chase or Higgins, which for the most part for me, it's clearly been Chase. He's the one who's getting the most snap count, yep. the most route runs. He's getting the most targets, all of that, and he's doing the most with his targets. He's the one that, as we said coming into the season, He's the most versatile, so he's going to be used like that. And T. Higgins is it. He's a big, tall receiver, and they're just going to use him on on those type of routes down the field, and you know, getting him involved in the red zone a little bit. But I love, love, love Jamar Chase. I think he's looked outstanding in this one so yep. far. Uh, a void for me would be, and I know it's probably going to happen because it's the Jets. <laughs> Maybe pump the brakes a little bit on the Broncos, just like a little bit. Pump the brakes. I know we're excited about him, and I know we want to bet him. I don't know if this is being used as a stack. I know I know there are going to be some that want to just because, hey, you're going to get Corlin Sutton now that you know is a number one receiver. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, 
probably Williams is going to get involved a lot and he could break free for a touchdown because the Jets defense stinks and Teddy Bridgewater's been great. But Teddy Bridgewater is a is a solid fantasy quarterback, but he's never been a great one. Like he's never put up those kind of numbers to where he has been the upper echelon of quarterback uh, fantasy points. Like he's right around where Jared Goff usually is. And you could probably get Jared Goff at a much cheaper price than Teddy Bridgewater. I'm staying away from this. This is probably going to be a something like the Patriots. Like it's going to be probably 21, 24 points for Denver. They're going to be in cruise control, running the ball a little bit. And the jets are just going to look absolutely terrible against that defense in Denver. So I, I think to me, that is not worth a game stack at all. There's already a ceiling there that's a little bit too low with me for Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if I could completely trust Cortland Sutton from week to week. I know he's the number one guy, but still, do I expect 12 targets, nine receptions, and over 100-some yards? Honestly, not in a game like this because I don't think they'll need to. So that's one to me completely off of. I agree. I agree. I what I I'll throw out there because, listen, we got to be bold, man, right? We got to be bold, okay. right? I'm going – 40 plus points for Daniel Jones this week. I'm going 40 plus. He hit 30 in week one. The new, the, the Atlanta Falcons defense is atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. They're playing at home. And I, I fully believe, I still don't think Saquon's going to be fully back. But I think it, it, with Daniel Jones's number, again, 5,800, we're talking about the under 6,000, and a guy like Sterling Shepard, not Kenny Galladay, in my opinion. Sterling Shepard is the number one. You get him for under six grand. There's two guys, John, 59 and 5,800 for 11,000 or 12,000, I should say. Boom. There you go. And if you want to throw the Saquon pick in there, it's up to you if you think. But I, I think Daniel Jones could possibly be a top three scoring fantasy quarterback this week. I know there's one person who would agree with you. Our guy, our guy Stoby here. Our guy Stobie. Oh, there he is. Like, yeah. Agrees. Uh, Danny, dude, the rushing, the rushing side of things for Daniel Jones. I think finally the Giants like realize, hey, maybe we should use him in that way because he's pretty darn fast and he can do it really well. So yeah, I think Daniel Jones as well. But that's going to be it for us here on the quarterbacks and stacks stream. Be sure you can check out all the replays. We have a video hub up there. Go to winddailysports.com. Go to the Academy tab and click video. You'll see all the videos that we have up on our YouTube channel, Win Daily Sports. Also subscribe, Win Daily Sports over at YouTube. Go sign up for the Sharp app, sharp.app. You can check that out on. Also go to uh, any app store that you use as well to download the Sharp app. That is it for us. We'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock. A uh, little bit of showdown tomorrow. It's going to be ugly. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Tomorrow is going to be an ugly show. But it's going to be a fun one, though, and I enjoy that. We're going to break down some showdown between the Panthers and the Texans. That's tomorrow, 5 o'clock, right here at WindDailySports.com. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.